Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls in the Gaze. There you go. The serenading you already know. Singing into Girls in the Gaze, I think, is going to be a thing from now on. So it's Tran on the track. Per. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. It's so happy to have you here per usual. This episode really came off the top of my head again. Just thinking into this current season of my life and leaning into seasons of loneliness and seasons of just embracing being single and how I've been able to do that, right? So why don't we just get right in? Truly was inspired by my good friend, Becky. My love, I bet you're listening in because you are truly such a beautiful friend of mine and I love you and your soul so, so much. And I thank you for everything you do. Um, don't mind the birds in the background. I'm literally recording in my room and I have like a window facing forward outside and these freaking birds, cicadas are ruthless and literally they, they just want a snippet of girls in the gaze so i guess i'm just gonna keep talking now as a cicada literally flies into my window like ew what is wrong with them literally becky has a podcast called abtg chat and with her friend newly and i truly love that chat or love that podcast because it's such great representation of women asian americans and people of our age as well and just overall becky i've known her through the power of social media and we've learned so much through each other and becky has truly um, inspired me to keep going and keep creating content and really keep showing up as my best self and Becky had actually had a episode with Newly that came out that talked about seasons of loneliness that kind of um, inspired me to talk about on today's episode. So essentially, um, I kind of want to pivot it though and talk more so about embracing singleness and embracing this season of your life because I think that's something that we don't talk about much because I feel like society doesn't talk about, you know, being single as much, you know, it's like, okay, you're 20-something now, when are you going to be in a relationship? Or um, choosing to be single isn't, like, normalized. You know, it's always kind of like, well, are you dating? Are you talking to anybody? Like, when you're in a group of friends and you're having dinner with somebody and, like, you're, you're catching up with your girlies, your friends, people are always like, oh, um, are you talking, seeing anyone? But it's like, it's not normal to be like, oh, no, I'm deliberately choosing to be single. You know what I mean? Or it's like, the norm isn't really like, oh, like, I'm definitely embracing being single right now. I love being single. You know, like, people don't really normalize that. It's like, I feel like we romanticize our life, our life a lot. And it's totally fine to romanticize your life. But, like, if you're intentionally being, like, going out and seeking relationships to, code, like, be very dependent on somebody else, I feel like that's where you draw the line. But, again, this is something that I want to dive into today's episode of just embracing the seasons of being single and what I've done and what has helped me embrace the season of my life and how I've really taken this time to take a step back and better understand me, my needs, what I want, what I don't want, and really step into my passions and ambitions. And so buckle in, coffee on deck. Haven't said that one in a while, actually. Coffee on deck. Do you hear her? And let's get right on into today's episode. 
Okay, you already know, whenever I start an episode, I want to start off with a story. So I'll get into the story that really inspired me most, although I'm very scared to share it, is just a little bit of more of my, a little bit more of my dating experience. So I think I want to fast forward to post-grad time. So let's put us back into around May 2020 when I graduated college and I had the summer to myself and I was on dating apps. We love to see it. We love Miss Tinder. Do we though? Do we really? Tinder F you. Okay. You've caused a lot of heartache and I need to speak to your manager. You know, giving me very much gay Karen right now, but you know, (laughs) I've... In all honesty, I've met amazing people off the app, and my experience has been high and low and everything in between. I get it. I haven't had that Cinderella moment just yet from Tinder, but I guess we'll put that to the side. Essentially, I met this guy off Tinder, and we hit things off. Things were going really well, um, and I got really close to him. I met a lot of his friends. I really thought that we were the thing. You know, I thought that this was my end game. This was going to be my boyfriend. Also, keep in mind, I've never had a boyfriend. I've only had a lot of serious situationships, I guess you can say. But we were going on dates. It was getting serious. But towards the end, things hit the fan and we ended up not coming to fruition of anything else. Totally fine. No worries. No bad blood. Following that, um, I rekindled a relationship that I had always kind of had on the back burner and it was always simmering back there but nothing ever came to fruition but a few months after that one relationship that I had from tinder I'm rekindled this simmering relationship that I had on the side that I never really pursued but we always had some type of love interest and tension um essentially that came to surface and we started to see things through um um you know I don't talk about this person anymore because guess what? It didn't come to fruition and um, things fell apart. Now, why I reference these two stories and not that I want to put these people on blast or, you know, anybody on the chopping block. I basically want to reference this because it's going to set up the scene. Essentially, from back to back after I graduated in May 2020, These two different people entered my life at a very vulnerable time of my life. And I didn't really know that at the time because of what is it called? The rose colored glasses that you have on or just like being, you know, infatuated with the person and the idea of the attention, the relationship and so much more that you're like, oh my gosh, like this is perfect. I'm 23. I'm ready to date. I'm ready to really put down some roots, baby. Come on. Uh, You know, she's getting old. She's getting very crusty, dusty, and she needs a ring on this finger. Like, come on. But I um, was just really just trying to mend mold and really try to form. And I thought that at the time that I wanted to be in a relationship because that's what society was telling me, right? Like you graduate, career, date, pregnant, period, right? Um, This bussy could never. (laughs) Ew. Um, But... Essentially, um, again, why I'm laying down the groundworks of the story is because I graduated and I get into these re- these relationships that were pretty serious and it took a lot of my time, energy, and effort. Now, in the moment, I didn't realize that because it's like I was really infatuated with these people and I still really cared and I really wanted to see it all the way through. Um, 
But until shit had hit the fan and it doesn't come to fruition, obviously there's no bad blood, but you really see it for what it is after the fact. And maybe this relates to you where you're in a relationship or in your past relationships, you never really saw the red flags because you chose to see the good. You chose to put things through, right? Because like, honestly, like, that's just like the maturity of it all. Like you chose to put up the fight. You choose to deliberately still see things through because this person's your end game as you kind of think it is for the moment, right? Like you don't know what the future holds, but all you know is the present and present you is like, no, this is worth the fight. And that's okay because that's all you know. You that's you don't know any better than just that just yet because that's your current present, right? And so while I'm in the moment, it's like I'm not seeing the red flags because I'm choosing to put up the fight. I'm choosing to see things through and really give it my all. Um, until the end, I'm like, oh, the rose-colored glasses are off. I really see things forthright. I really see it for what it is. The receipts are out and the transaction's not adding up. It's not, you know, calculating. But <laughs> I see it for what it is after, right? And again, I'm not trying to um, perish what we had and the past because I'm sure it wasn't all terrible but the thing is like it didn't work out for a reason right and so moving forward now that I'm you know 23 I'm a few months into the single wave yes only a few months girl I'm I get it it's only been a few months but I really feel like this the past few months have been so pivotal pivotal and have really aided in the vision of how I see myself and the confidence that I have for myself and the love that I have for myself after um, after all of that, right? And again, Girls and Gays really encompasses your 20s and all of that. So right now, from post-grad to current day and present day, after the two situationships that I've experienced, moving forward to today, um, a few months after, you know, and really just celebrating my celebrating my singleness i feel like i can finally say like i'm just content you know like obviously there are moments where i want to share my life with somebody but at this current stage presently i've really been able to ride the single wave and i hope some of the stuff that i can leave you with today will resonate with you if you are navigating a season of being single lonely and how you can still boss up and still be the bad bitch that you are and still feel confident who you are in the season of life that you're currently at and so if you're ready, let's hear it. I have some points of reflection that I want to leave you with. So, referring to Miss Cheat Sheet, yes, I have a cheat sheet, okay? You know, how are we going to pass the test without Miss Cheat Sheet? Let's move forward. <laughs> so, I have here how I've embraced my single season of life as a 20-something-year-old. Number one, let's start off. Dive into any other area of passions. And so I have listed fitness, my small business, fashion, and makeup. And that couldn't be more true. I feel that during my season of being single and right now, what I currently do to occupy myself is just have fun in other areas of my life and invest more time and energy. Um, rather than sitting on my phone and dwelling and swiping through apps, I'm making moves. I'm trying to do and live out my best life and do things that I love. Whether it be getting coffee, whether it be going to the gym, getting a good lift in, blasting some Katy Perry, blasting some Taylor Swift, Ariana, I'm in the moment. I'm zen with who I am and I'm investing my efforts into me and trusting that the season of life is meant to be here for a reason. So I'm intentionally choosing to put myself first, intentionally choosing to still make moves in order to invest that energy right back into me and not have it 
you know, invested into the world and have it depleted. Do you know what I mean? How is your energy going to be multiplied? How is your energy going to be invested and you're going to, what is it called? Reap the the, the seeds that you um, plant? Let me, one second. Harvesting the fruits of your labor. That's what it is. So it's like whenever I'm talking about energy and investing your energy, that's what I'm thinking of, right? How am I going to plant seeds in different areas of my life so that my energy can be multiplied so that where I'm trying to go is amplified and how I envision myself and my leveled up versions of myself is going to continue on that wavelength and that momentum, right? And so I obviously have dive into other passions, but then secondly, just knowing that this season of my life is intentional. And so what do I mean by that, right? Like, obviously, you don't see why this heartbreak is like, you're you're enduring this heartbreak, why this person doesn't see you for who you are, your worth. And you're like, what the heck did I do wrong? What could I, could I, I have done? What should I have I done better? Like, baby, there's nothing you could have, would have, should have. You can only move forward. And it's up to you to choose and deliberately understand that this season of your life is going to serve you if you choose. Because it is a choice to live out your best life. If you're going to continue to let people live in your head rent-free and let the situation that's already freaking been done, dust it and put on the shelf and let it collect dust girl then let it move forward because you are truly the trophy stop putting yourself up on a dust up on a shelf and collect dust right like keep it moving keep it pushing so what do i mean you need to understand that this season of your life is going to propel you to better understand what you want out of a partner what you want out of a significant other what you deserve and what makes you happiest because honestly you don't learn I feel like the best lessons you learn are from the lowest lows of your life and the hardships and the moments where you really, you know, get your ass handed to you because that's where it's like, damn, like I'm never going to do that again. Or damn, like I know better now. You know what I mean? Like you don't know better until you experience it because that's only what you know up until then. Like if you're a five-year-old, you don't know what freaking college feels like, right? Or if you're a five-year-old, you don't know, um, maybe how to walk just yet. You got to learn those little things. But the thing is, different stages of your life is qualifying you to get you closer to who you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to show up. And so just trust and ride it out. And I know it sucks, but feel it. Feel the suckiness. Feel how... um irritated you are how frustrated you are and invest the energy even if it's sucky like that and how can you multiply it into something good right so don't put bad and bad together multiply it with something positive so or right multiplying a negative and positive is a negative actually what am I saying? I can't do math, but we don't know how to do math on Girls in the Gays. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, even if it is a negative um, energy source, invest that energy into what's going to multiply into something good. So for me personally, if I'm feeling freaking frustrated, pissed, and I want to beat a bitch, then I'm running to the gym and I'm blasting some Ariana Grande and I'm getting on the treadmill and the endorphins are kicking because I'm going to deliberately choose to put myself into an environment that's going to serve me me and level up this body yada yada and hot girl summer period because the best revenge personally for me is when I focus on my glow up focus on my mental glow up and my physical glow up so that baby you know that I'm operating at a new level new frequency okay I am going to deserve and operate I deserve a life that I'm obsessed with right so 
that starts with me and deliberately putting myself into an environment that's going to cater to my growth. And the gym is the first thing that I'm thinking of. And so what's that going to look like for you? So intentionally choose and understand that this season of life is here for you for a reason. So take the olive branch, babe, and really level up. Come on, it's time. Choose better, be better. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about this because it's like, I feel that I am talking to my girlfriend and you are my girlfriend. You are my bestie and I'm not going to let you whimper and mope and feel sorry for yourself because babe, I've been there. I've done that and sometimes I still do that. But one, I never discredit how I feel. I let myself feel and go through this season of my life because I trust and know that it's going to challenge me in the best way if I let it. Secondly, I still know that it's up to me to live my best life. So if I keep feeling sorry for myself, I'm doing myself such a disservice by letting people live rent-free in my mind. And that person that probably mucked my heart over and mucked my feelings over doesn't even realize and probably doesn't even care. So I'm like, why am I giving them my energy when I can get into the car, go for a drive, grab myself some boba or coffee and make myself feel better and invest this time into myself, right? So... What I said is like surrounding myself with besties and the best energy as well. So that leads to my next point, right? Whenever I'm going through seasons of life, seasons of loneliness and singleness too, and how I've embraced it is surrounding myself with people of that energy that I want to be around more of. So I'm with my gay bestie a lot. Hey, Peter. Um, and knock, knock, open up. I'm here. So I'll hang out with Peter. I'll go see my girlies. I am always with my girlfriends. Girls and the gays, period, right? So it's like that energy that's going to take me out of that rut, distract me from the pain. And I don't want to, obviously, I don't want to distract from all of the pain because I should feel it and I should make moves. But the thing is, sometimes you also need to occupy yourself to take your mind off of what you're dwelling on. And so if I'm dwelling on the heartbreak, obviously, I want to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with energy that's gonna keep refueling me. So again, I referenced the gym and actually making moves there, but also like surround yourself with resources that will take you out of that rut. So I'm always with my girlfriends. I'm always with my gay bestie so that they can help walk me through and help distinguish what my mindset is like because sometimes it's all up in your head and you don't know where to action on it. And so sometimes being with your best friends will definitely help you comb through and fine tune how you're feeling and what steps you need to take in order to keep, um, living your best life and really making sure that you're making moves in order to level up. And I'm talking about a lot of investment of energy today so far, right? That seems like a common theme. Like obviously I referenced the gym, um, being around your besties and intentionally understanding that this season of life is qualifying you and is here for a reason. But it seems as though that the main category overall is the energy facet, right? So Another area that your energy is probably being lost and you don't realize it is you aimlessly scrolling through your phone. Stop doing that because if you're scrolling through your phone and you're running back on dating apps, swiping again to find something that will fill that void and, you know, fill up that gap in your life of dating, da da da, and you're doing yourself that disservice of robbing yourself of this season, of riding out this wave of being single and the pain um, of heartbreak or whatever that might look like for you, babe, you're doing yourself a disservice. 
Stop rushing through seasons of your life by occupying yourself with your phone, social media. Like that is such a disservice toward the life that you're supposed to build and create and endure and experience, right? Go out, go to the gym, go for a walk, go for a drive, get yourself coffee, go on a date by yourself and invest in who you are first and know what you want. Know what you're, this is, this is qualifying you for a reason. So you need to ride the wave and embrace this season of your life and by occupying yourself with the phone and social media and comparison and oh my gosh I'm not there yet and oh my gosh like this person's happier than me this person's thriving and I'm not and I'm da 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 this that and the third babe you're fueling yourself with so much toxic energy and you're self-sabotaging your happiness that is such a disservice and that is not the energy that you deserve to be in so The energy I want you to remember to surround yourself with is only if it's going to multiply and create the energy you deserve and deserve more of. So how does it feel? What type of conversations do you need to have? What type of podcasts do you need to listen to? What type of people that you need to surround yourself with? And the actionable steps that you can take at this very moment in order to help you take steps forward, right? And don't look at the entire staircase, babe. Take the first best step that you can. And sometimes you need to give yourself that grace to feel. You need to give yourself that grace to grieve because losing somebody and entering a season of singleness is definitely challenging. But I promise once you're over that hump of, you know, letting it go and trusting that of letting it go, you'll finally trust the process and feel the process and know that it's serving you. Once you are finally over that hump of grievance, you're going to get into a season and that step, that next step in the funnel or that next step in this, the on the staircase where you realize, okay, this season of my life is serving me. I'm single for a reason. I trust this season of my life. I'm going to make the most out of it. I'm going to continue to make moves and level up as a person. This is your chance for a glow up. This is your chance to take life by the freaking balls and the reins and really make it your bitch because this is your only life, right? So this is your time to understand what you want what you need, what you deserve. You are not a doormat, okay? This is your time to surround yourself with your besties, dive into your other passions, intentionally live and deliberately choose and understand that this current moment of your life is helping you get closer to who you're supposed to be because it's challenging you in a new way that you didn't otherwise would have been challenged if you didn't embrace it, right? So sit still, buckle in. I feel, that, I feel that the more you go against the grain of life and against what's meant to be, the more you're going to resist a lot and feel the resistance of your life and feel the pain and the, the frustration. But the more you trust and hold on and appreciate the different seasons of your life, the more closer and connected you are to who you are and the people around you. I feel that even through so much grievance and so much frustration and heartbreak, I've been able to loop in so many amazing people in my life and still choose to deliberately level up, whether it be my small business, my podcast that started um, and has done really, you know, astonishingly well because I've looped in people that are operating at the same frequency such as you. I've been able to have better conversations. I've been able to truly heal from my past and trust and know that it's serving as a catalyst because I've allowed it to and I've, I've chose it. 
I've chose to allow my past and the hardship propel me. But I could have chosen the other route, right? I could have chosen to feel sorry for myself. I could have chosen to dwell and not move forward with my life and try to mend and mold what could have, should have, would have been. But that would have been such a disservice. And I don't know if I would have had the podcast. I don't know if I would have started my small business. I don't know if I would have created a social media um, a platform that really advocates for being gay and advocates for minorities, right? So I am so thankful that I kept it pushing. I'm so grateful that I moved forward from those past relationships and trusted the process enough to hold on and chose to love myself first, you know, because I feel like that truly changed my perspective of life and changed my perspective of my confidence and challenged me in a new way that I otherwise wouldn't have been challenged if I didn't trust the process. And I feel like there's this one quote that I saw on Instagram that really resonated with this entire process of healing and riding the single wave and the beauty of leveling up and disciplining yourself and building your confidence, right? So let me read it to you. It's raw as F seeing yourself become a new person. You're not tolerating the same shit. You don't F with the people the same. You've gotten closer with the inner you and you're more focused on your goals. You take better care of yourself. So shed that old skin and become the better you. And that one hit home and hit so good in the gut because it was so reassuring that one, I trust the stage of my life and season of my life. Two, I know the hardship is challenging me if I choose it to be and I shape my perspective and really widen my horizon and think beyond just myself. Three, I am qualified to do this. I'm qualified to live out my best life and I'm choosing a narrative that will serve me because every day it's a choice to live your best life, right? Stop dwelling on the past because that's already happened. Stop living in the future because that's only going to create anxiety. So what can you do today? Girl, I know I'm about to grab my keys, run to the gym and level up because I choose those endorphins. I want that moment of when I get off the treadmill after running a mile and that feel good feeling. And I want that for you where you imagine yourself finally like, damn, I feel good. I feel so leveled up. I feel like the baddest bitch in the room. I want that feeling for you, but you're not going to have it if you continue to dwell, mope and feel sorry for yourself. And not at all am I saying don't give yourself grace and your feelings are not valid. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying you should feel, feel so deeply, feel so introspectively to know and deserve, to know that you deserve to operate at a higher frequency. That's what I'm saying. Baby, because this is your life and your only life. I'm so excited to watch you freaking grow and I'm so excited to loop you in on this journey because it hasn't been linear. It's been highs, lows, and everything in between, but it's shaped me because every day it's a choice to live your best damn life, right? Create that life that you're obsessed with. That's all I'm saying, period, baby. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful to have you and cheers to the girls and the gays. Love you always. You got this. Have a blessed day. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.